Hello and welcome to our wonderfully weird world. I am your co-host, Amigo. I will be giving you the wonderful news of the world. And I am your other co-host, Paradox, and I will be giving you the wonderfully weird news of the world. Ooh, oh my God, it's going to be back. Yeah, <laughs> it's been quite a while. <laughs> yes, for, for listeners, basically we did what we, we did. We did our episode. We, oh, but by the way, like before I even forget, like, yeah. it was the most highest rated or, or like what the most listened. Our first episode was the most listened to podcast episode for Radio George this year. Yes. Which like I just have to say like thank you all like actually that's like, actually that was amazing thank you so much for so that. amazing thank you guys so much like that's like that was amazing to hear yeah dude that makes this like so much more worth it yeah like, actually no I it was so happy about it um yeah we like did an episode in September and uh, last October and we did a Halloween special yeah immediately after and then we just, it just got busy for us. Yeah, we, it, that's the reason we've been on like such a long, long. Yeah, break. it's it's been. We were insane. hoping to get more out, but like I think it's fair to say, but like I think we we underestimated how much schoolwork would cramp would would start piling up. Yeah, not a moment's rest yeah. at all. But how have you been? Yeah, uh, amigo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. It's been a minute. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, we haven't done this in literally six, eight weeks. Mm-hmm. 10 weeks now it, it's been a minute time recorded is a social construct we, yeah <laughs> we don't have to <laughs> i just have that we don't have to abide by it yeah i yeah so we were hoping to do more episodes last semester but i think we were still figuring out how to do this and, and also balance our work schedule yeah i was actively melting down yeah the whole time well i was too yeah i we were melting together in our own ways yeah and what a what a beautiful way to put that <laughs> <laughs> we were melting together <laughs> could, could that be the name of the episode <laughs> melting together i mean <laughs> hey maybe, maybe that isn't the worst episode title we have not at all um i i think it might be among among the best among yeah. the best of our two <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we will have more than two episodes this semester is i think will be what we can promise because we are more free, more understanding how to do podcast stuff. Yes. So yes. we are very ready to tackle and make more episodes for, for you guys. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe we'll do other things. We can make like, like a Twitter. We could have some more special guests. Special guests. But how are you, Paradox? I mean, I've been good. I can't complain, really. Uh, it's a little strange to be back after like ten weeks of doing nothing. So, yeah, um, yeah. But I'm excited to get back into this. Like this, this is a cool part of the semester that got really overlooked last time around. Yes. So I'm I'm ready. Bring yes. bring on the bring on the good news. Bring on the weird yes. news. Bring on everything. I am also very ready to make more episodes of this podcast because yeah. I think it's really, it's really awesome to me. Um, yeah, I guess should I just dive into the good news? I mean, what's stopping you, partner? <laughs> I have kind of forgotten how we do this, and we've only done this like two episodes. Yeah. Or, or so, so there's not much of a status quo. Yeah. So I'm just gonna dive right in. Um, there is a town in Alabama 
named Geraldine. I'm, hopefully, I'm not going to mispronounce that, that town. Geraldine or Geraldine. Geraldine, yeah. And for the past almost like years, at the very least, at least years, um, they have just been getting their healthcare m- medicine, like prescription um, from the f- from the local pharmacy, and it's always been just like free. Like it's nice. like the guy always just says, "Yes, yeah, is a blessing from from God." You take this, and no one really understood why for a while. Okay. Until the funeral of one Hody Childress, um, who wow. who is a farmer from Geraldine, Alabama, and it was revealed that every week or every month he would go in and pay the um, clerk behind the pharmacist to make everyone's med- healthcare bills free. Oh wow! For the okay. whole for the whole town, because he found out that they were all struggling to pay for their prescription. So and he told uh, Walker was the name of the person who owns the mm. drugstore. Um, every day, just do not tell a soul that, that, that this money came from me, and just tell him it was a blessing from God. Wow, what? The? Okay. <laughs> and he did this for years, and what no a, one knew. What a saint! Like, wait, you said this happened for like decades? For years. For un- years. Until in the late 2022. So okay. it was late 2022 when people found out, and this happened for years. We mm. just did for every month. Wow. And it's 100 bucks a month. Like, Yeah. Pre- med- medicine is not cheap. Like, yeah. At all. So, and just no one knew this. Uh, how? Because <laughs> he just wanted just... no one to know. Only the pharmacist, um, Heather Walker, is her name, I believe. And hmm. she described him as um, a, hum- a true humble saint who will always be loved. And no, yeah, that's that's how I describe him, like yeah. for sure. Like, good God. Yeah, like there's just like she she even says that there's so many people in Geraldine who have lived together because of Hody. Whoa! Like he just gave them their lives, and he just never and no one ever knew. Dude, that makes me wonder. Like, what what did he do? Like, how how is he was th- a farmer? How, just a farmer? Just, just a paid farmer. for all? Yeah. He, um, Did he grow diamonds? So <laughs> here, here is a what we know about Howdy Childress. Um, hopefully I'm, I'm mispronouncing his Howdy. name as well. I may be mispronouncing some names here. Okay. Um, he is a farmer and a U.S. Air Force veteran. Um, and he uh, had a somewhat difficult life and, and that he's aware of like the health care sort of effects i suppose is the way to put it he okay. lost his son in 1973 and he mm-hmm. lost his first wife in 1999 um and he even says that he used to carry his first wife into the stands for local football games due to mm. her multiple sc- sclerosis mm. so he would, oh, her MS. W- would actually yeah like carry her yeah, yeah. Mm. um and he, he just yeah found out one day that the that all too many of the town's 900 residents couldn't afford to pay their prescriptions when he visited the drugstore. And so he just began a like secret charity. Yeah. Covert. Like, wow. Yeah. (laughs) And he just would not allow anybody to know that he was the one who was the one paying for the the prescriptions. Dude, the one man Canada. Yeah. Like this dude is dope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, that's just like the like one of the nicest things to me is just that 
he just never wanted any like recognition for this any any attention whatsoever yeah he just did this to keep his neighbors alive and wow. i'm still wondering how he can afford to like pay all those all for all that medication i think it, he was just a farmer yeah it's that's insane like it wasn't like it it it, did, it didn't sound like it was like an easy thing for him to do reading this article um yeah it sounded like it was taxing but he still did it and never told anybody in the town he, he just did it dude i could never yeah like he is now known as like an angel of the town um as he should be yeah and like just no one even knew like it, it, i i just think it really says like you just never know what how people kind are like how kind people are like next to you and stuff that yeah. like this guy was just walking around the town and no one knew that like um he was just paying for their prescriptions no idea like no, they just no didn't know whatsoever. yeah that just seems so wonderful to me yeah dude if we could have like a hall of fame of like just good people i, th I think i think i'm inducting hody oh into, my God. into our personal hall of fame i would very much agree. I think he needs to be up on that list. Think of all the money that went into that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he wasn't like a billionaire. You know what I mean? It was He was just a yeah. guy. Just a normal guy. Like, he, yeah. Um, so. I'm actually like speechless. Yeah. Like, I, I think, he, just, he, I think he deserved a trophy and I wish he got one, but I don't think he would have won one anyway. So they better erect like a fifty-foot-tall like gravestone. Yeah, could we just give him a statue? <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's just a good statue. Well, would he have wanted a statue? He wouldn't have. He's, he sounds humble. <sighs> he wouldn't have. Yeah, that's Hody. That's just how Hody was. I don't yeah. know him personally. Why am I? <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we, we, we don't know him personally. But like, I but do. He sound, yeah, he sounds like the type of guy that's like, I don't want to say. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for him. Is, is all I know. That's all I know. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the good news. Yeah, I love that. That was that was a that was a fantastic story. Yeah. Okay, so that brings us to our first weird story. This actually comes out of your home state, amigo. Oh my god, it does. Yeah, yeah. So okay, this is a Philadelphia man. This story comes from BillyPen.com. I've never heard of that site. I recognize that intensely. Really, <laughs> BillyPen.com. I I never heard of that. Is that like a local thing? I I can't say this with complete certainty, but I am like a little sure that I get emails from this place. Oh, <laughs> because my God, I want to be connected to my hometown, <laughs> and I want to know what's going on there. Well, good. I was a little worried that this site wasn't legit, but <laughs> I'm I'm glad I can verify real quick that it is. I I get emails from pen dot something. I'm 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 fairly certain this is pen dot something. It might be yeah. billypen.com. Okay, okay. But this happened on November six. It was kind of a sad day for Philadelphia. It was like the day after the Phillies got defeated in in the World Cup. No World we Series. We don't talk about that on this show. Okay. Whoa. But this is where the weird news comes the in. The grief is real. Look. <laughs> <laughs> But this is where the weird news comes in, because to cheer everyone up, there was an event that was held on a pier near Walmart uh, to cheer everyone up. 31-year-old Alexander Tominsky was eating his fourth daily rotisserie chicken <laughs> on a pier. 
near Walmart. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, let me let me show you. So this was the advertisement that was posted all over social media and all over the city. And it's this guy who has been eating rotisserie chicken for 40 days straight. Oh, 40 days. Okay. Yeah, for 40 days straight, he's been eating rotisserie chicken. And so to celebrate his 40th day, and I guess his last day, he invited everyone to come watch him eat eat some chicken and down a, a whole chicken. <laughs> there was a party for this dude? No. Did you read the the last line at the at the uh, on the poster? I'm so confused about this whole thing. Okay. It specifically says this is not a party. <laughs> <laughs> what? It is not a party. Let's <laughs> That's the one thing he wants you to know about this. The poster's this. like this is not a party. It's just a dude <laughs> eating chicken. This is genuinely a dude eating chicken. So I want you to take a wild guess um, what the re- reaction was to this all over social media and just people in general. Please tell me that nobody showed up. <laughs> well, that's where you would be wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, it got quite the reaction on Twitter from three verified accounts. First was the Delaware River Waterfront Corporation who said, we hope the chicken's delicious. What? Then it was John Fetterman, <laughs> the current are not the current senator being serious of right Pennsylvania, now. who responded to him. He said, "Keep it up, dude." What is happening? And then, and then Purdue Farms was the last verified through account to respond to this. They said, "Hey, Alex, it doesn't look like you've enjoyed the delicious taste of Purdue chicken yet." And we'd love to change that. Up for a taste test? Let us know if you're interested, and we'll send you a tasting of our premium chicken right now. What? And his response to that was simply no. That's it. <laughs> just, a, just a blunt two-letter answer. Just no. Wait, so who showed up then? It drew hundreds. What? The, no, it didn't. It did. You're, no. It did. I, I'm. I'm. <laughs> hey, honey, do you want to see the guy eat his fortieth chicken in a row? Oh my God! There is a crowd. There's a crowd surrounding him. Oh my God! It's. It was incredible. It was an incredible event. Stop it. Someone. So people brought their children. Someone showed up in like a full inflatable chicken costume. It was. It was crazy. I honestly wish I went. Yeah, it was it was a whole it was a whole shebang. Oh, my God. (laughs) So he was eating this thing for an hour um, because, you know, it was his 40th rotisserie chicken. It was his 40th day of eating rotisserie chicken. It's hard to, you know, keep eating that much, like force yourself to eat 40 chickens in a row every day. That that's kind of taxing. So it took him an hour to get this thing down. And the whole time people were chanting like, eat that chicken or or one more bite. I wanna I wanna clarify it to the listeners that there is more to PA than, than what this story is portraying. Are you sure? I Are you sure about that? I'm not sure actually. It anymore. sounds pretty it sounds pretty <laughs> indicative of PA. Having my doubts. No, dude, this sounds this what? sounds amazing. Okay, well, you know what? It's 
I I have to congratulate my state, I guess, for yeah. for throwing this especially <laughs> Alexander Tominsky on his on his 40th chicken. Imagine you you just like posted on social media, "Hey, I'm going to eat a chicken." And then hundreds of people showed up just to cheering. watch you eat. Just watch you eat chicken. <laughs> I mean, what a statement. They probably passed like so many restaurants of people eating chicken. On the and they, way, and they didn't stop <laughs> to see this one, the oh, a specific stranger. Yeah, eat a yeah. specific chicken. Yeah, it was his fortieth chicken. We have to remember that. He he put him. It was like a challenge that he put himself through. <laughs> He's now called the Philadelphia Chicken Man for a reason. He earned that nickname. Wait, he's called what? He's called the Philadelphia Chicken Man. I thought. <laughs> How do you not know about this? You're from Philadelphia. I <laughs> I don't keep track of every legend that is going on, every every myth that is happening. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. Now imagine being nicknamed the Philadelphia Chicken Man. I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty sick nickname. I take it. That's pretty good. It's yeah. like a, it's like a superhero. <laughs> but anyway, it's <laughs> just running around in like a chicken costume fighting crime. Oh God. Like, Chicken Man, help! This, this is my city now. <laughs> it's Philadelphia's version of Batman. <laughs> that would be ours. Oh my god, that's dope. Okay, but anyway. Okay. So when he finished the chicken on his final bite, Tominsky he stood up with plate in one hand, Bluetooth speaker in the other. This is going to be the most Philadelphia sentence I ever say. The Bluetooth speaker is playing "Streets of Philadelphia" by Bruce Springsteen. And when he finished the final bite, he yelled to the top of his lungs, It's just you and me, my friends. <laughs> Which I guess is a line in the song. And he munched down on that thing and finished the chicken. And then everyone went, Hero, hero, hero. You're hero. joking. No, no, they did not. They did. No, they did not. <laughs> they definitely did. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I can't with this story. <laughs> I feel like I wish I didn't announce that I'm from PA. <laughs> well, to this story right now. Now you have something to stand by. You you have a you have a symbol. This city can unite around. <laughs> I <laughs> suppose yeah. the, uh, the the chicken man. So after he finished it, his wife kissed him on the cheek and said she was very very proud. Of what he did. Um, Why? (laughs) I don't know. I'll be honest. You need to explain. (laughs) Why are you proud of this man? The people have a hero. The people have spoken. Why is he a hero? You gotta ask PA. That seems like a a you thing. I will ask. I'm gonna go back and ask. (laughs) They stuck around for selfies with Tominsky. They actually stuck around for selfies just with the table that had the chicken on it. Dude, dude, I have a friend who's living in Philadelphia and, and was living in Philadelphia. Do you think he went? month. I have to ask him if he went. <laughs> Do you think he went to view the chicken man? Dude, I, I can't say a solid no. That's great. That's honestly great for you. I need him to tell me the highlights. I, there's something he would do as well. <laughs> like, go to a, yeah. Go to a chicken part. Well, okay. I almost said chicken party, but I got to remember, it's not a party. It specifically said it's yeah, not a party. Yeah, paradox. 
Oh my god, you can't call it a party. Yeah, that would I'm, be crazy. Whew. It's just people. I'm glad I caught myself. It's just, it's just people shouting and celebrating a man for eating chicken. <laughs> it is not a party. So, are you sure this is this is real? Like, this is real. This is a real, real thing yeah. that happened. This is Philadelphia man. You can't fake it. You've heard of Florida man. We now have Philadelphia man. Listen, listen. I I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> All right, and the last detail that I want to get across oh is God. on this entire journey, okay, of eating chicken for forty straight days in a row. Tominsky said he lost 14 pounds. He has frequent bouts of dizziness, achiness, cramps, and brain fog. But on this last event, on this final tour with the chicken, he said he was glad to bring some joy to the city. Well, that's kind of sweet, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we were a little, yeah. Yeah. That is pretty sweet. It was an uplifting moment. I, I, I suppose... <laughs> Entertainers are heroes nowadays. <laughs> I mean, you got to give them some credit. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so that was the legend of the chicken man, the Philadelphia chicken man. What a legend, <laughs> I guess. I think this is good news. Um, it's so Honda designed tiny electric cars to kind of bring joy, joy to, um, hospitalized kids as they drive themselves to treatments so this is for kids in hospitals who um are are too sick to go home they need to be in the hospitals to get treatment they need um and usually they have to go from their beds to the treatment stations right um so yeah, yeah so usually these kids they need to go from um from their beds to treatment centers um and okay. usually this is like kind of like a stressful thing for anybody like yeah yeah not like like ex- especially for kids like i can't imagine like i feel like i would be super stressed to go do treatment se- sessions um so this um i think it's honda motor is the one who did this project honda motors um familiar, and familiar. they built these special toy cars almost like um oh, okay. cars that the kids can drive themselves that is able to take with them the iv bags wait that's actually the best. The everything. Yeah, wait. I, I'm gonna show, show me a picture. Show I a was picture. hoping you had a picture. Yeah, I have a picture. I, uh, this is. We really need to post more pictures on. Uh, yeah. What we do. Oh yeah. On this. Yeah. Um, make a mental note of that. Um, yeah, so, these are so good. Yeah. So instead of you know like having to walk just super stressed out about you know treatments and other hospital stresses, these kids they get to drive a little car. They got they drive a little cars to the treatments and. Oh my god. It. Oh my god, it just, it just it warms my heart. Yeah. That's adorable. They're oh man, yeah, yeah. I That is genuinely adorable. It's just seeing them, it's just actually amazing cuz also like uh I think this one mother, one mom said, "I heard Charlie laugh harder than the whole time he's been in the hospital." So hearing that laugh makes me want to cry. Oh. And man. that is the sweetest thing. Like it's the sweetest thing. Wow. Um and they call the cars shogos. I shogos, believe, okay. Which is based on the Japanese word intended to mean soaring into the future. Mm. So that's, okay. that's a pretty interesting fact. Shogo. Um, it was built for particularly kids ages four through nine who can easily drive with its power controls. Mm. And, oh my God, it's just like, 
just seeing their like the little faces. Yeah, it's just they get to zoom around the <sighs> zoom around the hospital. Yeah, they get to zoom around the hospital. Like that's so sick. They're, they're just yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're just zooming around. That's that's actually sick. Oh my god, that'd be yeah. that'd be the best. I, I just think it's. it's I didn't even so get sweet. a toy car growing up like yeah. that. And like that is that's like that's just cool. That's a first of all, yeah, it's a very dope thing to have is a toy car. Like that's like you guys yeah. drive around and stuff. That's amazing. And also, it's just like, but they get to use it just to drive to the treatments and stuff. So, so it makes that whole experience like just like an ordinary kid thing, or like yeah. as ordinary, just like an ordinary kid experience as as ordinary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, as ordinary as it you know as it can be for them, obviously. Um, and oh, just hearing that, like, yeah, like just that they were ever like just kind of like just even like laugh during this experience and stuff. It just like just oh, it looks so sweet. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, we just watched the video off camera. Maybe it was it was adorable off cutest, camera. Cutest, cutest kids. Whatever we'll need to post this video somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, um, this is gonna be the one we post on Instagram for sure. Yes, because we always say that. We never do. <laughs> we're terrible. We are. <laughs> we, we're bad with. We're we so bad with this. it. We keep saying this. But this is this is going on the oh gram. My God. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just I. It's just like like that's why I just love. It's just like projects humans do that just do, do stuff like this where it's just like it, making it's these lives cool making these lives better and it's just cool at the same time and like yeah just so sweet like no matter what the reasoning is i, I just think it's like it's just better that they, this project is a thing that was genuinely adorable yeah i wow oh it's so adorable yeah, and their faces like let me tell you, their faces like lit up when yeah. they saw the car. It was like filled with joy. Yeah, and oh, they deserve it. Oh, oh my god, they deserve, deserve it. it so much. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um. Oh my god. I, I really need to. No, thank you for sharing that. that yes. Was, no. That was really good. Yes, of course. That was that was really good news. That is is just really good news. Okay, so this next story comes to us from NPR, and it's about something that we mentioned at the very beginning of this of this show. Um, we're heading to Twitter, okay, and more specifically Twitter San Francisco and what they're doing with their office. Um, they actually recently just had an auction that lasted from January seventeenth at seven a.m. to ten a.m. on Wednesday. January eighteenth. Yeah. Um, the auction was hosted by Heritage Global Partners, and they auctioned off six hundred and thirty-one items that they described as surplus corporate office assets. Okay. These included projectors, whiteboards, refrigerators, oh my God, couches. <laughs> I mean, they basically tried to sell everything, even like a six-foot-tall at symbol that they had like decorating the office like an at like the a with like it curls around yes yeah oh like the curly a symbol oh. and like a neon bluebird sign <laughs> <laughs> that was also pretty big oh my god yeah those sold for $8,250 oh and $22,500 respectively <laughs> what yeah, so I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do to make to make money. If <laughs> apparently they're in trouble, I don't keep up much with it, but yeah, I have not been hearing good things. Oh my God. What would you do with like a a giant blue bird? I mean, I guess that's for the buyer to decide. 
I just hang it in my basement? Like, <laughs> like what? Is it like a collector's item that people would, would like go nuts for? I mean, maybe they have like a Twitter room in their house <laughs> where they just have Twitter memorabilia. That's about the only thing I can think of. Oh, my God. You, it's like the one room you go to to tweet. God damn it. <laughs> I, I hate that. I hate that so much. Actually, <laughs> it's, it's like it's like people used to like like write write have a writing room to like write stories or whatever. I and have it, a tweet room. <laughs> a tweet room just to go and sit down and tweet. Oh, I just thought of something. Here I go to my tweet room. <laughs> I'm off to the little tw- the little Twitter room. You're out to dinner. All right, I need to stop now. I need to go out to my tweet room to to, to, <laughs> to, oh, to tweet. Gosh. <laughs> I don't ever become that person. <laughs> I'll just say that much. <laughs> I don't think you would. I don't think you would. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you have faith in me. I do. A couple other things were sold, including a pizza oven that went for $10,000, like an industrial pizza oven. What? Yeah. Yeah. Tw- Twitter had a pizza oven? Their office is, like, stacked. I don't know what they're doing there. Are you serious? But some of these items are, like... Wow. What office building has a pizza oven? I guess an office that serves pizza. <laughs> I, I have no idea. They also had like, they sold a booth, like a conference room size booth that housed their conference room. Like it's like a telephone booth that what? can fit a conference table and like all the chairs, tables. Wait, what? The works. Like I don't... <laughs> They're, are you serious? I'm, I'm telling you, their office is like strange. Why are they using their money to buy all this stuff? Maybe that's why they <laughs> are hosting this auction. They they need better money managing skills. A phone booth for a what? Yeah, and they also have phone booths, like regular phone booths, um, alongside the conference room booths. Like just pay phones? Yeah. Yep. So they don't even use their cell phones. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they could, but they just use payphones. They realize how unhealthy Twitter is, so they're like, we don't want to use that. And they just use payphones. Dude, Twitter, is Twitter even real? <laughs> That's a question. At this point, because, like, <laughs> what what are they doing over there in San Francisco, at least? Oh, my God. Wait, imagine working somewhere where you're just like, oh, do you want to order out pizza? What do you mean, man? Let's just make pizza in that giant pizza oven we have in the in the kitchen. <laughs> in the industrial sized pizza oven we have. I mean, maybe they had it in their like cafeteria, if they have one. But like, mm. yeah. I mean, I just, I just that's that's just so strange to me. Still, it also makes me wonder: Are they like are they like shutting down this headquarters? Because if you're selling the pizza oven, I feel like you know that's like the last batch. Yeah, I mean, didn't like, you know fire everyone true <laughs> that's pretty true <laughs> is, this, is this weird news or is this just like the consequences of, of <laughs> it's the consequences of twitter being the shit show that it is it's a little bit of both honestly <laughs> okay um it's gonna be an interesting story to edit <laughs> <laughs> i think so but also back to more details uh ross dove the ceo of heritage global Mm. the company who hosted the the auction right told the new york times that more than 20,000 people participated in the auction and that broke the site's record or broke the company's record for the most participants in the firm's auctions in the last 90 years so oh my god it went somewhat off 
Yeah, I mean, I guess I would. I wouldn't want anything that Twitter people touched. But <laughs> I, I understand. Say that like they're a different species. <laughs> I don't. Because what if they like designed to be addictive? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like their chair to be addictive. The six foot tall at symbol. Uh, we'll take we'll take that out. We'll take that out. No, I, no, I like that part. I, like, I, know you I actually like that no, part. No, 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 take it out. Take it out. <laughs> no, we can't have these discussions on. Air. Um, I, I might, I, I might have Like a, you might have bought something. I mean, if they had like a nice like. I mean, they're selling chairs and like tables and like yeah, I mean, normal stuff, too. They weren't just selling like. I don't know the a uh, nine hundred thousand dollar tweet by Jeff Goldblum or something. <laughs> I would buy that though. <laughs> That's what I would have bought. Really? S- okay. Some special tweet. Well, then you Goldblum. might be interested in their uh, <laughs> their next thing. <laughs> Wait, what is it? They're gonna start selling usernames. <laughs> Serious? That's one of their next plans. They're they're oh considering it. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> what are you doing? They got to try everything and anything. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't. They're already resorting to an That's auction. A terrible I, idea. What do you mean? I feel like what else are they going to do if they're already at this stage? What? They're going to give some, like, the Jennifer Lopez, like, username just to some, like, <laughs> random rando who's just gonna like some dude in indiana yeah some dude in indiana who's gonna post some like weird photos of her i don't know like oh no (laughs) that's terrible that's that's nightmare scenario i mean when you think about it they kind of already did that when people were allowed to buy the blue tick and And they just changed their profiles and like look how people reacted (laughs) yeah people reacted to that yeah yeah i not the wisest not the wisest move yeah well so that's the latest Twitter <laughs> news in in the recent meltdown. I feel like I learned more than I would have on the Twitter trending page. You're welcome. <laughs> For good news, I am bringing you back in time at least a month. Listeners okay. might be hearing this probably more than a month. So, But it is um, happened in December. It came just a few days before Christmas Day. Okay. There was um, a wicked snowstorm in mm. Buffalo, a terrifying blizzard. This is on December 23rd in Buffalo, New York. Huge snowstorm, a blizzard in Buffalo, New York. Um, I didn't personally hear about this until reading about the story. It got really crazy oh, and wow. intense. Okay. And before this hit, um, this pastor and his wife um, – the pastor's name is Al Robinson. His wife's name is Vivian. They were preparing mm. for uh, welcoming their nine children home for nine. For, wow. for Christmas. Yeah, they have nine children. Um, so they bought a lot of food. You know what I mean? They bought, like, had to buy a lot of food. And, like, all, the kids are all grown up. Mm-hmm. But, like, they spend the holidays together. You know, like, Al Robinson's about, like, 52 years old. But they... Got enough food for about two weeks for all of us. That's like 11 people. You okay. I mean? Gotcha. Gotcha. And they were just going to sit in, go through this, but then they found out about the snowstorm that I just mentioned. Right. And so they need to like hole up. Yeah. But they didn't just hole up with their family. They, because um, th- th- you see Al is a pastor at, at the uh, Spirit of Truth Urban Ministry. Right. And he actually brought 
every or, or he opened up the church and enlisted friends with help with snow snowmobiles to help everyone get to the church to mm. um keep warm it during the blizzard oh. and they got 120 people to like and they just kept them safe during this blizzard at their church wow and all their food that they bought for their 11 family members that was gonna last for two weeks they gave it did last lasted two nights two nights for 120 people or 130 people actually oh I'm man mistaken. um it was enough to feed them for like two days um they brought like mattresses they brought like um heaters everything in the church for everyone to um get in there and, and endure the blizzard which yeah probably like saved a lot or like saved a lot of like, hardship yeah definitely maybe even saved some lives yeah um like there were people who were elderly like like one one 92 year old needed oxygen and that they wow. needed to get yeah. them for him yeah they had a nine month old that needed formula like mm. it was um a major situation and alan vivian could have just you know had a nice week with yeah. their family hold up just chill kind with of the fam but they they didn't they um i, I mean uh al robinson mentions his his faith as kind of a main reason for how for why he felt incumbent to help others he said yeah um yeah. and how it was something that he was expecting um and he just wanted to to help yeah. and open those church doors to, to everyone yeah it's amazing um apparently they also so apparently they got their mattresses from a rehabilitation home that they just sold to create a larger center so they were mm. able to move all the mattresses and beds from that home to the church center so that's how they were able to get everyone into their beds oh, okay um also they had good food for like it, was, it wasn't just like they were just feeding no one food it, they, like they, they had like five different kinds of ethnic foods from Hispanic to Arabian and Italian. Whoa. Like, they, <laughs> they had a deluxe experience. <laughs> they had a restaurant. Whoa. They had a okay. restaurant for these people who were, like, probably, like, not expecting anything. Yeah. And then they got, like... They were going to, like, barely make it through this blizzard. But yeah. Then... And they got, like, a... Looks like it would look to be a, a good meal. Hey. Um, credit to Al and Viv. Yeah. Like, great job shopping for Viv. Yeah. Can I call her Viv? I'm going to call her Viv. <laughs> I am... In deep respect for both of them right now. Yeah. Also, like, I'm gonna sound like a total whatever right now. Okay. But um, I thought it was really cool that Al um had a quote that reminded me a lot of like Spider-Man. Sure. At the end of this. Sure. He said, sure. "Um, people need to realize that if God has given them the ability to help someone else, it is incumbent upon them to help someone else. We weren't expecting any of this huh. chaos at all." God just knew what was going to happen before it even happened. And he already supplied the need before the need was needed. Okay, so, Uncle Al. I see you. I see sounds, you. That sounds like a lot like great power, great responsibility. Yeah. So I think there's a chance that this man might be Spider-Man. <laughs> or at least he's familiar with the with the property. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, or he's Spider-Man. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wouldn't bet on it. But maybe. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> also, they took care of a lot of kids. Most of the people that in this photos were, yeah, younger people. You know what I mean? And it's just great that they were able to have someplace warm to be 
Especially for Christmas. Yeah, you know I'm I mean? glad that they not only like survived the blizzard, but like thrived in the blizzard. Yeah, like that 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 seems like a nice a nice yeah. like communal environment to spend yeah. spend Christmas like, in, especially. Yeah, like I really couldn't imagine spending Christmas like in a blizzard. Like that's just, yeah, that's that's rough. Like thank God that they Alan Viv stepped up. Yeah, and we're really great community heroes in this. We're able to get everyone what they need, what they needed. Too. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, I respect that a lot. Yeah. Actually. So it was very, we're very grateful for the work that Alan Viv did here. Yeah. All right. So going back to the weird news, um, this 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 one's a this one's a doozy. I'm gonna warn you. Okay. Um, this comes from NBC News, and are you familiar with the Fire Festival? I am not. Oh, okay. And listeners may not be either. <laughs> I okay. Hope. I hope. Please don't okay. leave me alone, guys. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to take this from the top. I'll give you like the the short end of it, because this, this is not the whole story. This is just background. Okay. The fire festival was run by Billy McFarland, and it was such a okay. unmitigated disaster that. Two documentaries were made, one on Netflix, one on Hulu, about just how much of a disaster this thing was. <laughs> so his goal was to put together like the, the greatest party of all time in some island nation. I, it was in the Bahamas. Mm. Going to be like a huge music festival in the Bahamas. But the long and short of it is it ended up being like too, just too big of a task for him. He, didn't, he had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> Like he advertised that it was going to be like this luxury experience with like jet skis and all these oh, artists wow. were going to show up. Okay. But then in reality, like every single artist canceled. <laughs> and when people arrived, they oh were greeted with a school bus <laughs> that were supposed to take them to this luxury like camp where they were going to like just be there for a few days and just just enjoy enjoy like all the amenities yeah and they were served cheese sandwiches not grilled cheese sandwiches just straight up cheese sandwiches and they had to sleep in like emergency tents <laughs> so that that's how bad this was it's a crime <laughs> that's how bad this was and if you're looking for like a good documentary on this um the Netflix one was pretty good. Okay. But I also would recommend you look up uh, the Internet Historian because he on YouTube because he covered yeah. this as well. And his coverage was amazing. I, I just love that there's somebody called the Internet Historian. <laughs> <laughs> he did a really That's, good job on, uh, no, no, I on the Fire Festival. I believe he's stuff. great. That, I just that, that name is just perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. I wish I had thought of it first. <laughs> but yeah. That was that's the whole like kind of background behind this guy, okay. this so, legend Billy McFarland. A mess is what I'm hearing. He was it was a mess, and the fallout is he was sentenced to six years in jail for fraud <laughs> because of false advertising that he did. Oh my god! He yeah. he served four of those years. Okay. Um, I guess he got out early for a good behavior. Okay. Um, he's not allowed to serve as director of a public company ever again. Oh, okay. And he's still twenty six million dollars in debt because he is he still needs to pay 26 back six million? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that really makes you not worry about student loans. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Like I could never imagine I'd probably just die. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I would just I, curl up and die. That's, <laughs> if I had to owe that much. You really much. gotta put your money in lottery and just <laughs> cross your fingers. And just hope for the best, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, and honestly, he still, like, kind of milked this from jail. Like, huh. up, upon getting out, he told uh, NBC News that he served two stints for solitary confinement, and they both had to deal with Fire Festival. One time, he snuck in a USB drive that contained notes for a tell-all book that he was going to release sometime <laughs> in the future. And then one time, he got put in solitary for calling into a podcast about the fire festival like i guess he wasn't supposed to do that <laughs> or something like that so this guy is like crazy oh my this. god <laughs> like i'm pretty sure he's lost his mind <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know when you have a debt of 26 million dollars who knows what a man will do <laughs> yeah and i mean speaking of that now we're getting into the story yeah um he was unfortunately inspired by someone he spoke to in jail. Okay. And the quote he remembers is, the guy said, you can either crawl in a hole and die, oh my God. like I would probably do, Jesus. or you can go and try to do something and just like not promise any results. Because that's the problem. He, he promised too much. So Billy was inspired. <laughs> that was inspirational. That was that was his inspiration. Oh God, imagine like going up to like college freshmen and being like, "You got two shots. And you, you got, got two, two choices. In life. You could crop it all or die, or lower everyone else's expectations, or just not <laughs> promise anything. You just don't make any promises. Anything. You get engaged, you say no. I'm not. I'm not getting married. I can't commit to that." <laughs> So basically, oh the long God. and short of it is, um, Billy's doing it again. What? <laughs> <laughs> doing the fire festival? Well, not not quite. Okay. He's doing pirate. <laughs> What's pirate? And just for context, the fire festival is spelled F Y R E, and pirate is spelled P Y R T. It's the same design. So he's it's the same aesthetic. For sure. And it, it looks to be another remote island party. <laughs> Not necessarily in the Bahamas this time around because he has problems there too that we're going to get into. <laughs> <laughs> but he's adamant that it's not going to be a festival like okay. that that's that's the one takeaway he said this is this is not going to be a festival whatsoever. Then what is it? Well, here's how it works. Um He's going to hide 99 messages in a bottle all around the world. And the 99 people or parties that find them are going to first win like short-term prizes, like perhaps a trip to the Bahamas or like a helicopter flight or like parachuting, like whatever. First they win that, but then they're later going to be involved in some kind of bigger like luxury experience that he's planning later. Okay. Um, More luxurious than like bahamas apparently <laughs> wasn't he just giving the advice not to promise too much hey now you're now you're starting to see the problems <laughs> and then you went and then you went all right you get bahamas and then you're gonna get something way more luxurious then you're gonna get something even better <laughs> trip to the moon 
Something like that. <laughs> yeah. So he's already hit the first bottle in New York, and it was found um, by someone. So this this is this thing is already like in the yeah. works and underway. Okay. Um, he released a TikTok where like you know the person found the bottle and he told them like next weekend you're going to the bahamas so there there he goes making promises okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just i just want to say okay yeah <laughs> this is the weirdest story would you like to hear what um former employees have to say about this this new this new venture Guessing not good things. I I don't think you'll find them good. No. Are they going to the Bahamas? So, Shi Yuan Dong, or I'm gonna butcher this. Shi Huan Dang, something like that. The former product designer for Fire Media. He says Billy is still Billy. He's using different <laughs> words, but he's selling the exact same thing. It's so reassuring. Yeah, which only makes me the more optimistic about this whole thing. So, yeah, this time around, he's saying he's trying to temper expectations with how he advertises the company, really taking yeah. the prisoner's advice to heart about not making any promises. But that kind of runs in juxtaposition to this TikTok video that he released. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to show you it. Hold on. All right. Yeah, that that that, that felt a little unhinged. <laughs> I think he's lost his marbles, like for sure. Yeah, it's it's hard to describe his demeanor without watching the video but it's it's just like it's we're gonna just post like, the video we're gonna post the video yeah we'll post the video and, and you'll see it for yourself one quote from the video is it's bigger than anything he's ever tried to do before which didn't work out well for him last time so i, <laughs> I think we'll just have to we'll just have to see what he what he's <laughs> taken away from his last experience um he says it's going to be different because he hasn't made any promises to any investors and he's not going to rush things w like he did with fire. Um, okay. He says he's got time on his side this time around. But he's already promised some people a trip to Bahamas. Listen, Billy is going to <laughs> he's going to pull this off. Some I can't say it with a straight face, actually. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't say it with a straight let's, face. Let's get this. Let's get this conclusion. <laughs> when questioned about his TikTok, he said specific criticism was fair. And it's still a journey for him, and he's not perfect in terms of marketing. Um, the Bahamas itself actually responded to Billy's new ventures. Specifically, the Bahamas Ministry of Tourism said that the government will not approve or endorse any event associated with Billy. <gasps> Oh my god. <laughs> so the Bahamas itself is not going to is not going to care for this. And it goes even like a step further. Um they actually listed him as a fugitive. What? <laughs> what? Whose whereabouts should be reported to the police immediately. <laughs> what? So I don't whatever this is, I can tell you one thing. It is not going to take place in the Bahamas. Like for sure. <laughs> Oh my god. You know it's bad when a government reports you as a fugitive. No. Everyone. <laughs> because I don't know how he's going to I don't know how he's going to do this. I have no idea what he's doing. Oh my god. Um to these to this statement, Billy told NBC News that the relationship with the Bahamas is quote fixable uh <laughs> once everyone is paid back. 
but just just to recap, the government went, "You're a fugitive," and he went, "So this is fixable. This <laughs> this can still work. I can work with this." I'm telling you, this man is a con man at heart. <laughs> this man, this man will will just not. He he's <laughs> not gonna quit. Not quit. So when questioned about these insurmountable, let's just say, yeah. I think that's even an understatement at this yeah. point. These insurmountable odds going up against him, being called a fugitive by the place that he's planning to send people to. Yeah. Uh, the fact that this whole thing didn't work out for him last time, got him six years in jail. <laughs> um, when he was questioned about if he would like to put on another festival, he said, I'd love to do that. <laughs> I feel like I have to at some point in the future, but it's just not happening right now. Okay. <laughs> so Billy McFarland is doing it again, folks. <laughs> He's back and better than ever with fire too. Are you serious? <laughs> He's, He's, I'm telling you. He's, He's calling it fire too. <laughs> no, that's, I just made that up. Yeah. But that's probably what he's going to do in the future. That makes sense. <laughs> this is insane. What? What did he learn? <laughs> I don't think that's the thing. I don't you think he learned learn. a thing. That's he spent six years in prison. He was just no. He didn't even spend six. He spent four. It got released <laughs> for some reason because it's not because he learned. I'll tell you that much. Oh my god. He this was like, is... yeah, I'll do this again. <laughs> this is actually hilarious. <laughs> I guess um, oh. we we hope those people get their trip. At some point, maybe. <laughs> very, very emphasis I'm, on hope. I'm making no promises. Big emphasis on the hope. Billy's not making That's any promises <laughs> either. Um. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, one last thing. Yeah. Billy put out another TikTok. Pirates hiring. <laughs> Do you want a job working for the man who a government declared a fugitive? <laughs> Just like. They're hiring, folks. <laughs> you might not get paid. It's very low budget. And it's very high risk. Oh, my God. That's insane to me. But it's a job. <laughs> and someone's got to do it. Okay. I think to wrap up this week's episode, yeah. um, I we have a very special um, letter to read to yeah. the audience. We actually got our first email, guys. Yes. It's it's actually kind of legendary, so I have it pulled up here, so let me read it. The subject title is Amazing, and a fan says, congrats on launching your podcast. Love this first episode. Good stuff. Great start. You guys play well off one another. I teared up. I laughed. Looking forward to more of the wonderful and the weird. All the best, a fan. I was so happy when we got this email because it was actually it was actually kind of an incredible moment. In case anyone doesn't remember the context, we said that we would read any letter that um, some a, a fan sends to our email, which is in the bio. Yeah, it, it's still happening. If you want to have your letter read, you can send it. Yeah, and I also have something to tell you about this particular email. Yeah, um, this actually came from my mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, we gotta start somewhere. No, it makes it so much better. But yeah. yeah, it's it's also incredible. I also love your mom. Like yeah. it's just this is amazing. This is why we love moms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, no, like this is actually like a very like genuine, amazing letter that I like. It, it made me feel very. Yeah, I was very happy that yeah. she was the first email. Very, I love her to death. Very grateful, very grateful for the email. Yes. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> Shout out to yes. all the moms out there. Um, we're still waiting an email from uh, Amigo's mom. Oh, not, not that it's like God. a competition or anything. Oh gosh, she. We're just gonna we're just gonna cut that out. <laughs> Are we? Are we? No, we're not. We're, no, we're not. <laughs> Um, okay, well, we hope that you have a good rest of your day. Yeah, as and always, it was great potting with you. Great potting with you. We're just happy to, we were happy to have you, and we thank you for joining us, everyone. Yes. Bye. Love you.